On this episode of Red Dirt America, I feature an interview I did with Drake Milligan back in December on my radio show on KHYI in Dallas, Texas. Drake just hit the national spotlight on America's Got Talent, and now the rest of the world is seeing what we saw a long time ago. We'll check in with this Fort Worth native next. I pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance. Pledge allegiance to real country music. This is Red Dirt America with Chuck Taylor. Drake Milligan live in studio. Man, nice to meet you. Oh man, it's good to be here. It's good to be home. So, so let's talk about this. What what made you decide that you wanted to be a broke ass musician? <laughs> I really don't like money. You know? <laughs> I don't think any musician yeah. does, right? I love you. Don't go with this yeah. for money, right? <laughs> no, man. I mean, I grew up on all my dad's good records: Merle Haggard, George yeah. Jones, George Strait, and uh, you know, I, I did a TV show, uh, Sun Records, where I played Elvis and. After that, man, I decided that that's what I want to go for was make my own kind of brand of music. So I went for it. So how, so how did you do do that? The uh, the Sun Records TV show. Talk right. talk a little bit about how that came about. You know, it was like an open call thing. I, I, back in high school, that was kind of my gig was was traveling as Elvis. You know, yeah. an Elvis impersonator, if you will. Give us and, your best uh, Elvis right now. Oh man, thank you very much. <laughs> that's a little 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 over the top, but uh, <laughs> but no, man. I, I you know I went to an open call audition, drove up. Uh, I was senior year in high school, uh, halfway through it, and I drove up to Memphis and. Uh, went to the open call edition and got it and it was like a fast pace man i left high school and you know ended up finishing online but yeah. uh, it was a uh, definitely a change of pace there yeah so 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 now you're what 23 yep and 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 you're out there you've got a record deal you're about to put out a big ep what's that feeling got to be like man it's cool it's been a lot of work you know i uh I, I decided a few years ago i wanted to bring a little bit of texas and nashville you know and and kind of bring my flair and try to stay true to, to you know what's going on here and the, the coolness that's going on here and bring a little bit of that to Nashville so I spent about four years there writing and fighting my way through and clawing and everything so yeah I uh, mean you've written with some of the greats too I mean uh, you, you had a writing session with Bill Anderson yep right uh, you worked Dean Dillon Yep. I mean, it's cool, man. Those guys are those guys are still there and still kicking ass, you know. Yeah. Can I say that on radio? Yeah, yeah. You can say, you can say, that, you can say that. I don't have a dump button, so it's kind of late to ask, man, right? It's already happened. <laughs> no, man, but they're still they're still doing the thing, man. They're still writing great songs, and there's a lot to learn from those guys. Yeah. You know, Bill Anderson shows up to every write with ideas. And that's cool, you know. He just sits every morning. He wants to write the best song he can. See, I'm glad there's guys like you and uh, Cody Jinks and, and, and Cody yep. Johnson and all those guys starting to do stuff. Chris Stapleton, right? Because for for a long time, to me, it seems like Nashville has forgotten what country music's yep. about and tried to get you know go for the glance and the glitz and the, and the drum beats and the. Yep the click tracks and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> and and I'm, uh, we're seeing a resurgent yeah. of, of, of real country music, and I think that's yeah. a great thing. Yeah, man, and I, I kind of wanted to fight the war there, you know? Hey, war's held in the home front, too. But, right. But, uh, you know, I kind of want to go there and, and try to try to bring some flavor back to it, man, try to try to bring something different there, so. Who was the, the, the first person that you wrote with after you got to Nashville that you were like, Oh my God! I cannot believe I'm writing with this guy. <laughs> uh, you know, it, Dean Dillon was a big one, man. Yeah, Dean. I mean, all those George Strait songs, and all the great, great songs he's written, man. I, and it's just how how sweet he was just to me. You know, he's like, 
telling me stories. I asked him about the story about riding Marina Del Rey, and you know, he's like nice enough to, you know, tell me all the stories he's told a thousand times, and and so, yeah, that was that was a that was one where I'm like, all right, this is cool. This yeah. is this is why this is uh, this is why I'm doing it. You know. Yeah. So you're, you're there now, and you you got the record deal. You're writing with these guys. You got an EP that's coming out. What's the next big thing? What do you, what do you what do you what's your next big goal? I mean, we're we're at the end of the year. This is the time when we set goals, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm getting on the road. Uh, next year, I want to be playing everywhere I can, especially in Texas. I want to come back home and play every freaking honky tonk I can, man. I mean, I just I'm looking forward to getting out there and seeing people. What do you miss most about Texas? Uh, you know, I well, I come, I spend most of my time here. I mean, my I still have my Texas driver's license, so right. I'm still. Uh, I mean, I come back here and I go hunting and fishing and and, and all the, my favorite things, you know. So. so best barbecue in in Fort Worth is it Goldie's? <laughs> well, okay, so I live next to Goldie's. Okay, yeah. Okay, we were in. So you our, see the line? We were in. Oh yeah, we. I live literally down the block from there, man. I could walk to Goldie's, and uh, dude, it's insane. We you know at first we're like, oh man, this is awesome. This is great stuff. And then we're like, I hope nobody finds out about it. And of course, everybody, <laughs> everybody found out about it, about it right? Yeah, you can't do it. Number it's, one in the state according to Texas it's Monthly, crazy. right? And it is, it's crazy good. It's Their brisket is top notch. Yeah. Top notch, dude. But I also love my favorite spot, Hickory Stick down the road. Hickory Stick. Yeah, right? Shout out Hickory Stick. All right, there you go. <laughs> well, let's get you guys to do something. You got guitars. We got microphones. We got the live stream going on yeah, Facebook. Man. Let's do something. Let's rock and roll. Uh, I'm going to do one from the EP uh, I wrote to some friends of mine up there Phil O'Donnell Josh Jenkins and Brandon Hood it's called Kiss Goodbye All Night right there mm -hmm. Let's 
between George Strait and Randy Travis Fields. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah, totally. Right. It's got that. We we actually sat down. I mean, hell, we wanted to write a Shania Twain song almost. <laughs> <laughs> that Shania Shuffle, right? So, so let's hear your got best, a little bit else. You're doing impersonations. Let's hear your best, best Shania. Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't know if I can do that <laughs> Oh, come on. You can do like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could look like her. <laughs> okay, let's not go there. <laughs> So when you you got all the songs together and you, you try to go in the studio, who do you go to to produce this? Man, we had uh, actually one of the first people I knew in Nashville was uh, the legendary Tony Brown. Wow! And uh, him along with Brandon Hood, who I you know co-wrote a lot of this stuff with, and Brandon's so musical and you know really gets in there. He he's uh, I can't say enough about him, but yeah, man, Tony. Uh, as far as songs go and just knowing songs and knowing artists. Yeah. You know, Tony's He's so many best, great man. records. I mean, all the George Stray records he did. Ronnie Cross Kraut. Canadian Ragweed he yeah, produced, man. right? Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Pat Green. Yeah. He did some of those great records, man. And and uh, he just, he gets it. You know, he gets not only making hits, but understanding an artist. And, you know, I don't think there's, I don't think there's been a lot of people more impactful in music, you know, making really impactful records. Yeah. I mean, all they think about, uh, yeah, uh, that Ronnie Crowell record he did, the Steve Earle records he did were right. huge, man. And, and see, all the guys you're naming are the guys who do the traditional stuff, yeah. who, who, who are in our wheelhouse in the Texas exactly. and Americana and Red Dirt scene. Exactly. You know? and, all, and all at times when it wasn't cool, right? You know, yeah. when it wasn't, you know, mainstream. And they, you know, they, they made records that uh, really brought guys, you know, brought that stuff back and, and kind of broke the seal on a lot of that stuff, so... Man, Tony's awesome. He's yeah. the best. He's got all the stories, and he's just, you can learn a lot from a guy like that. You know, yeah. he's seen it all. And, and you need to learn as much as you can from somebody like yeah. that. I've been doing, uh, I've been teaching on the side, doing uh, audio production and teaching how to do music production and, and record songs and everything. And one of the things I've learned is you've got to have an ear for this. You've got to know arrangement. You've got to know the groove of the song. You've got to find yeah. the interest of the song. Yeah. And sometimes those change once you get into the mixing process. Yeah. Did any of the things, ideas you brought to Tony change and, and grow and breathe as you got into Oh, the man. I mean, here's the great thing about Tony. Uh, he's one of the few producers left, I think, that still that really has soul. He, he's, he's very musical. Like, you know, he played keys for Elvis back in the day. Yeah. And uh, he's very musical and knows his stuff there, but he doesn't let that get in the way of letting a song have life, you know, and then not letting you know music and musicality get in the way of a groove you know or making it simple um he's all about just like sitting there and feeling it man he's like if it's not getting across it's got to be it's still got to be laid out in a simple way in a, in a way you know that takes a lot of work to get that simple it's like yeah. it's like you know like a hank cochran song you know where the the chorus is four lines 
but and it's so simple but it says a lot right it all those words have have meaning to them you know there it takes a lot to to write a song like that and it takes a lot to produce a song like that um where you can hear everything and everything has a place it's not right. just mumble jumble just thrown in there um he's kind of the i think that's where the magic lies in tony brown I, th- I think you're probably right. He's, he's one of the best out there, I think, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I mean, his track record is like no other. Well, you, you put him and then uh, Dave Cobb, you know. Yeah. Those are, those are my two icons as far as, like, producers Absolutely. out there. So let's get you to do uh, one more, and then uh, we'll, we'll kind of wrap up here, and, right. we'll, and we'll go into uh, Overdrinking and Underthinking. Awesome. Well, I'm going to do one that I wrote with my friend, Terry McBride. I love Terry. Like, He's a good guy. He's a good oh, guy. Oh, man. Terry. Fellow Texan. Fellow Texan. Terry is the best, man. And talk about stories. Terry's got all the stories, man. Um, but this was a fun one I wrote with uh, Terry and, and, and Brett Beavers, uh, another Texan. Another great guy. And, uh, man, I, I just remember sitting there in the room this day, and we just had a blast. We were like little kids. We found this song. I brought in this hook. And I knew I wanted to do some kind of raucous, you know, kind of rocking. And, uh, man, we were just, we were all like little kids. We found it. We couldn't stop singing it. So <laughs> this one's called Sounds Like Something I Do. It's on the EP. Ready there, Ryan?
Milligan live in <laughs> studio. Sounds like something I do. I like that song. Man. Yeah, it's got a great beat to it. Great thank groove, you, man. man. Thank you, man. Thanks to those guys, Brent Beavers and Terry McBride. And you jam. Ah, yeah, <laughs> you you jam on guitar, brother. Try to keep up with this guy, man. It's my job easy. <laughs> man, it is a pleasure to meet you. You too. Uh, wish you lots of success. Absolutely. Uh, and, and thanks for dropping by this morning. Thank you for playing over drinking under thinking, man. I've had so many people reaching out and, and seeing it. It's been so cool. So yeah, we've been playing playing the heck out of it. It's a, it's a really good tune. Awesome. Uh, Mark Janice sent it to me. He said, "Check this out," and I was like, "Get it over here to me," you know, because he sent me just a streaming version. I said, "Get me one I can download and put in the system." Awesome. It's, it's very Texan. It fits exactly with what we do. Well, thank you all. If you enjoyed this episode of Red Dirt America, make sure you like and subscribe so you won't miss any more episodes. And if you'd like to, leave a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks, and we'll see you down the road.